Welcome to the Sun Also Rises radio show. It's the 4th of July. Well, almost. The 4th is still a few days away, but we can still go ahead and discuss some material that relates to the themes of that holiday. And a few of those themes are independence, liberation, and freedom. We're calling this episode Free at Last, Free at Last. Usually on the 4th, we talk about America, the land of the free. After all, it is America's Independence Day that the 4th celebrates. But today I want to discuss a nation that is on the very opposite end of the spectrum of what we think of as freedom, and that is North Korea. This episode is built on the following question. If you were among the few North Koreans who break free and who escape the country, what would your next move be? If you won your precious freedom, what would you do next? Now, before you answer, consider a little bit about North Korea. The country is ruled by the most abusive and incompetent regime on the planet. There are 25 million people living there, and life for most of them is a slow-motion nightmare. One of every 100 people is imprisoned, mostly for trumped-up charges of treason. And these prisoners suffer abuse and torture too horrendous for words. But even the citizens that are supposedly free live in the grimmest squalor. The average North Korean lives on less than $5 per day. That's about 3% of what the average American lives on. And more than three-quarters of North Koreans are starving. They go to bed hungry every night. One of every three children is terribly malnourished. Practicing religion is a criminal offense. It's punishable by imprisonment or even death. And no one is allowed to leave the country. Fences and walls surround the entire nation. Soldiers are stationed along the border. They're ready to open fire on anyone they see trying to climb over or through those fences to leave. Anyone caught trying to escape is either killed or tortured. And if one person attempts escape, authorities often punish every member in his family, including small children. On top of all this, the North Korean government tightly controls all information. In terms of information, it is the world's most isolated country. Every word that's printed in any book or newspaper has to be approved by the government. Every word that's spoken on radio or TV is controlled by the regime. In fact, there's only one TV channel in the whole country, and that channel is devoted to exalting the leadership of Kim Jong-un and the rest of the government. The sole purpose of that channel is to instill fanatical devotion to the regime. The government uses this tight grip on information to lie to the North Korean people. It uses it to brainwash them and to deceive these people into believing outlandish propaganda and lies about North Korea. The lies basically say, This place is paradise. It's better than any country on earth. Outside of North Korea, there is nothing of any real value. People in other countries are savages, backward, evil, and far poorer than you are. Your leader is a god, 
And in fact, he's the only God in the universe. You should worship him and bow to him. That's the message the people of North Korea are told from the time they are little children until they die. And they do bow down and worship their leaders. They call them gods because almost all of the population seems to believe all of those lies. How could they not believe them when that's all they've ever been told? I'd like to play a clip here from Yeonmi Park. She escaped from North Korea in 2007 when she was 14 years old. When I was growing up in North Korea, every story was propaganda to brainwash us about the Kim dictators. The only story I heard about the outside world and how bad it was and how lucky we were to be in North Korea. I was controlled by the regime. Even though I escaped, I wasn't completely free. I still thought Kim's had a special power. I even thought Kim Jong-il, the North Korean dictator, could read my mind. I was not free to think. North Koreans, they don't know the concepts of freedom or human rights. They don't know that they are slaves. I was not aware, like a fish is not aware of water. So there's a first-hand account of the deception and lies and brainwashing that North Koreans are poisoned with from the cradle to the grave for their whole lives. She says that they're totally unaware of their deception, like a fish is unaware of water. So let's return to our question. If you were a North Korean who managed to escape, what would your next move be? Some North Koreans do escape every year. Not many, but some. A lot of the escapees choose to settle into a new life in a new country, and they just try to forget the nightmare that they left behind. But other escapees do something more noble and more giving. They devote their lives to breaking through the North Korean government's deception so that they can help the people who are still stuck there. These escapees work hard to show the North Koreans that they're being lied to and that their lives could be so much better. They try to make them aware. But breaking through the government's deception is not easy. Remember that the government tightly controls all TV, radio, and newspapers, all internet, magazines, books, movies, art, and all other kinds of information in the whole country. So getting true information to those people is very difficult. To do it, to get their message of truth inside North Korea, the escapees use a very unconventional method. And it's something that I never would have expected. They use balloons. These escapees go to South Korea, which of course shares a border with North Korea, and they bring large hydrogen-filled balloons to locations in South Korea that are very near to the border. And then they attach a box to each balloon. Inside each box is food, money, and practical things like socks, and most importantly, leaflets. 
The leaflets explain the truth about North Korea's murderous government. They tell the North Koreans who pick them up that they're being lied to by their government and that reality is not what they have been told it is. They explain to the people that they are prisoners to an abusive ruler. So when the wind starts blowing northward toward North Korea, the escaped people release the balloons and they watch them soar into the sky and across the border. I'd like to play an audio clip here from some of the launches. These were recorded by Journeyman TV in You can really hear the excitement from the people launching the balloons. They loudly cheer with every launch. These people desperately hope that each balloon will fall into the hands of a deceived North Korean. They hope those deceived people will read the leaflet and learn the truth, and then see the need to break free of that terrible regime. If you watch the video clips of these balloon launches, you'll see many tears being shed. These escaped people want so desperately to reach their friends and family that are still trapped in North Korea. And these balloon campaigns are not just small efforts. They are well-organized and relentless. Since the campaigns began back in 2003, more than 250 million balloons have been launched. And as you would expect, North Korea's government detests the balloons. It considers these campaigns to be a tax on the country. So soldiers are stationed along the border, and the soldiers are told to shoot down as many balloons as possible. And they do bring a lot of them down, but many of the balloons get through. And the escapees hope that the ongoing campaigns will eventually lead to a grassroots revolution. They hope their message will convince the people to overthrow the corrupt rulers of the country so that they can be free. The truly shocking thing is that, in a way, the entire world is like North Korea. Today, we're living in a world that is held captive. Now, I said a while ago that the whole world, the whole human race, were kidnapped. That is the late Herbert W. Armstrong. He was a world-renowned writer and educator, and one of his most powerful booklets is called A World Held Captive. This booklet explains that all of planet Earth right now is being deceived and held captive and lied to about what true freedom is. In another book Mr. Armstrong wrote called Mystery of the Ages, he said, It's a world held captive, deceived into loving its captivity. This world has been so completely deceived that it cannot realize what actually has happened to it. 
Mr. Armstrong goes on in Mystery of the Ages to explain that since the deception is so effective and so universal, almost no one knows that it's happening. A person who is being blinded by ongoing deception does not know that he's being deceived. And people can't see it. People don't understand why they do the things they do. People don't understand what we're up against and what we're really striving against and the problems we wrestle with. In his booklet, Mr. Armstrong said that not only is the whole world enslaved and deceived, and not only are the people unaware of the enslavement and the deception, but part of that deception makes the people love their captivity. This is very much like those North Koreans. They are lied to day in and day out about their nation. They are told that their country is paradise, better than any country on earth, and that they alone are enlightened and free. But the reality is that they are captives to the corrupt tyrant, Kim Jong-un, and his government. And Mr. Armstrong explained that the reality for the whole world is that all nations are captive to a spiritual tyrant. All nations have been deceived by Satan the devil. Now that's this world that is held captive by Satan. He kidnapped it, and he has influenced the whole world. The reason Mr. Armstrong understood all of this is because the Bible explains it. The Bible admits that Satan is the god of the world, the ruler of the world, sitting on a throne, and one of the wicked spirits that are really invisibly ruling the world. We're living in a world of Satan, as the Bible itself explains that. Now, in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, which is Satan the devil, and here he is called the God of this world, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. In Mystery of the Ages, Mr. Armstrong goes into great detail with many other Bible passages showing that same truth about the deception that darkens this whole world and about the ruler behind it all which is that being who's far more malicious than the regime in North Korea. Mystery of the Ages makes very plain that this evil being has deceived the people of the world into thinking they are free and that they can do anything they want to do. But in reality, they're serving him and are essentially captives to him. Mr. Armstrong understood this truth because God led him to escape the deception. He escaped it just like those few North Koreans who escape their country every year. The Bible shows in such passages as John 6, that God frees a very few people from deception at this early phase of his plan. Everyone else will have their chance later, but for now he frees just a few so that they can see reality for what it is. And once a person is free at last, then he has a choice to make that is in some ways like the choices that lie before a North Korean person who escapes the country. He could just try to enjoy all the comfort, all the peace of mind and stability that comes from knowing the truth. 
he could just enjoy all of that for himself and maybe just use it to sort of try to get ahead in life. Or he or she could work to show the world that it is deceived and held captive. Those North Koreans who escape use balloons to tell the captives the truth. They float them across the border, hoping someone will read who understands and who cares. And really, many KPCG listeners can help to do something that parallels that. We have a program that airs on KPCG and also on TV stations all around the U.S. and the whole world. It's called The Key of David, hosted by Mr. Gerald Flurry. And every time an episode of that is broadcast, it's like a balloon of truth being sent out into the enslaved world. It can help to free any who find it, if they are being led to understand at that time. And even if it doesn't help to free them right now, it can still serve as a witness to them that helps them in the future to be prepared to be freed from deception. KPCG is also affiliated with a magazine called the Philadelphia Trumpet. And a great number of those magazines go to waiting rooms in doctor's offices all around the U.S. and in other countries, too. They sit on a coffee table among all the other magazines in the office, and hundreds of patients sit down next to them every week. Who will read it? Who will tear out the card that says, I want more of this, please send me a subscription? We don't know. But we do have one big advantage over those freed North Koreans who launched their balloons. They have no idea where the wind will take their truth, or if the leaflets will find their way to people whose minds are ready to be freed from the North Korean deception. But with the Philadelphia Trumpet and the Key of David and other KPCG programs like the Trumpet Daily and the Trumpet Hour and Live By Every Word and so on, the winds can be divinely guided in a way that brings the right people into contact with the message at just the right time in their lives. I think that's something to be very excited about. Just like the excitement that you can hear in the voices of those North Koreans floating the balloons across the border. The truth contained in the Key of David and other programs and publications is much more important and valuable than what is attached to those balloons. And it really is a privilege to be a part of it and to help in any way possible to launch more and more of those metaphorical balloons into this world held captive. You're listening to The Sun Also Rises on KPCG-FM. We're coming to the end of today's episode, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in today and for listening. And if you don't yet have a copy of Mr. Armstrong's book, Mystery of the Ages, it's an extraordinary book, and I hope that you'll order a free copy. There's absolutely no charge for it. Just go to thetrumpet.com and click on the literature tab, and then you'll see it down there in the list. I would also like to thank the KPCG operations manager, Mr. Dwight Falk, and I'll leave you with the words of the late Ronald Reagan. 
Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Thank you.